0: What's up everybody? Welcome to next episode of Popcorn and Nerds. I'm your host, Mark Goings of Spider's Corner, and this is Taylor
1: Adams laughing at me from Scrap Productions. Taylor, how you doing? I'm great, man. Are you? I just seeing the wheels turn in your head to try and think of how to start this show is always entertaining. Uh,
0: I just do what I want. Uh,
1: yeah, you're right. That's what you, I always do. Yes, you do you.
0: And not to be left out, Jeff Shepard is not with us today. Oh, in- rest in peace. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Jeff's not dead, he was just unavailable, <laughs> but we actually have, not the next best thing, but the best thing, Nicole Yang, Yeah. Mo- moderating for us behind the scenes, so if you're talking in the chat, she the- will be the one talking with you. So, yeah, tonight we're talking about GLOW, season two, Woo! the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Pies of Rage!
1: Yeah. <laughs> so excited to talk about Pies of Rage. Oh, we should have made we Pies of made Rage. We should have made Pies of Rage. Oh.
0: Missed opportunity Oh well uh, Next time We have the next best thing Yeah <laughs> uh, So always uh, If you've uh, been with us For any amount of time You know that here on Popcorn and Nerds We always have a drink And a snack on the podcast And so today uh, Fitting to the Theme of the show And uh, just actually Being in the show uh, Our whiskey today We have Aberlour. <laughs> I have an hour. (laughs) Just say it really fast again, and then then it'll be fine. Uh, This is an 18-year Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey.
1: Uh, Courtesy of our friend Sam Slaughter at The Manual. Thank you so much for your generous contribution to the podcast.
0: I know, again. And then he said he's going to bring fancy snacks one time. Yeah, we
1: got to get him on for fancy snacks.
0: I know. He lives so far away, though, I hear.
1: Not that Um, far. It's like three and a half hours. I know. We'll go on the road for an episode. Oh, man. Are you paying? you paying for this trip? Sure, why not? Okay, cool. What are we
0: eating? Uh, and then to, for eating, we have Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, I don't want to tip
1: these Whoa! out. Whoa!
0: I got it. <laughs> not I got over it, my microphone. I'm just going to pour them onto the microphone. It's fine.
1: Oh, God, they smell fantastic. Um, We're not phoning it in. Like, they eat Dunkin' Donuts on Glow, so yeah. it's okay.
0: On set, they have Dunkin' Donuts, like, catered. Craft
1: services. Like, yep. brought
0: in every time. Uh, I think they complained about it being stale. Wait, is that that a
1: donut with sharks on it? It is. (gasps) It's called the Shark Bite. I saw that and I was like, Taylor's getting that one. You know I'm eating that one. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up right now. We
0: also have a maple glazed classic sour cream cake donut, a Boston cream, a chocolate covered chocolate.
1: You guys see the sharks? Look at those sharks. Look at those.
0: It's awesome. And then an apple and spice cinnamon covered filled donut.
1: It also happens to look a little bit like cocaine, which they do a lot of.
0: In the show, you. also. Or
1: one guy, two guys do a lot of on the show.
0: We're going to snort some of this donut later, is what Taylor's <laughs> saying.
1: <laughs> That'll be a great sound oh my, bite. I just <laughs> got a
0: shark up my nose for that one. Nicole, would you like one of these? Yeah. <laughs> which one <laughs> do you have? Do you have a preference? Ladies first, except for Taylor. I got to look at them. Okay,
1: okay. You
0: choose which one you want first. No, okay. you got it. I will eat all of them and any of them. So This doesn't this just great. happen for no reason
1: Body by Duncan. Body by Body by baked goods lots Body of, by baked goods Lots yeah. of
0: bread My dad bought is strong Okay I was really excited for this donut and it's actually good except for the shark sprinkles They're very crunchy it sounded like Yeah they're stale <laughs> as fuck I was going to say it. I feel like I heard just a good crunch in there Oh yeah Yeah definitely I don't know if I want the apple spice cocaine donut or the maple I love the Cocaine the maple. I love the maple When donuts. it's out always use cocaine We'll split the cocaine
1: Alright okay, sounds good I don't share my Coke. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, Mark, what have you uh, what have you been watching this week, listening to, reading? What?
0: Um, Glow season two, obviously. I feel like that's common theme.
1: We these shows come out. We don't need to mention it because that's what we're reviewing. Yeah,
0: I feel like I do though because like they come out and we have to watch them within like three days to be ready to do this for you all. Uh, outside of that. Again, as always, my normal anime shenanigans that I watch, and uh, actually, uh, from a recognition or a recommendation rather of a friend, I started watching Alias Grace. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: I've seen that. I like
0: it. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm a few episodes in now. Uh, I think I've got about halfway through. Okay. Uh, she was telling me about it, and she was like, "I recommended this to my family, and they all hated it." <laughs> Uh, she's like, but they watched it, because apparently she doesn't give recommendations very often, and so, I was like, I'll give it a shot, and I started watching it, and it's interesting so far, uh, I definitely want to find out what happens, so, I will continue watching that, and I will finish it up, uh, I just haven't had a chance to do that yet, um, haven't been reading anything right now, uh, I need to get back into the habit of doing that, like, before bed, setting aside, like, 30 minutes, get into bed, read, wind down, uh, disconnect from devices, because instead... I end up getting into bed and sitting on my phone for like 30 minutes and then I don't sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that, and then gaming, just been playing a little bit of Mario Tennis, uh, Aces for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, is that good? so that it's fun? pretty good so far. I've been playing through the story mode or the adventure mode, um, uh, which isn't bad. It's different though. Cause it's like a world map where you move around and they're like, oh, you want to go past here? Well, you have to beat me in tennis. And it's like a very weird, like, why would this like chain chomp be sitting here and playing tennis and holding people up? But um, wait, chain chomps in it? Chain chomps in That's it. That's dope. Uh, and so it's it's interesting. I do like the new gameplay mechanics because um, the power shots are back. But then you have a meter that you build up where uh, you can slow down time to either catch up to a ball faster. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna, if they hit it to the other side of the court, and there's clearly no way you're gonna make it in time. You can slow down time to get to that catch it, send it back. Um, or if the ball is coming to you, you can set up a trick shot where you can actually aim exactly where you want your shot to go. Hmm. Uh, and it's a stronger shot, so the people, when they go to do that, and uh, when they go to return it, if they don't time the return right, you can damage their racket, and eventually you can break their racket. And if they don't have another one, then they lose the match. So you can lose, obviously, by points... Or now by having your tennis racket broken. So it's interesting. Uh, and then the story mode is very hand-holdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going through and it, each of the stages leading up to like a tennis match is very tutorial heavy. And um, yeah, like they, de- they definitely explain the mechanics very thoroughly though. Mm. Uh, there's even a, a part where you're in a temple and these walls are moving. And different parts of the wall open up and show, like, the button combinations you need to hit to hit a shot at that angle. Right. Which is nice because it teaches you then how to aim. You can, like, to lob the shot or to hit it lower or things of that nature. Um, but it definitely does uh, beat you over the head with the tutorial. Um, hmm. So, but it's good. Uh, you can play online. You can play it with motion controls. You can play it without motion controls. Uh, and Since it's the Switch, you can take it with you and play it on the go. So, it's very cool. Nice. How about you, Taylor? What have you been watching, reading, playing, listening to?
1: Um, mostly watching, uh, obviously for me. Um <clears throat> started watching a couple new shows on Netflix, uh, one called Secret City, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of this <clears throat> Australian uh, house of cards in a way. Like It's a political uh, conspiracy theory show, um, but there's a lot of plot lines going on. Um, it stars Anna Torv. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with Anna Torv, she was the lead, uh, played Olivia, agent Olivia Dunham on Fringe, um back from 2008 to like 2013 um so i was a big fan of her so i started watching the show and for me it's just it's it, it's too complicated uh, <laughs> and i don't know if it takes notes while you're yeah like it. i don't know if it's because i'm slow or if it's because like it just really is confusing Man, don't <laughs> Touch me. um but i we didn't, we didn't want you to find out this way Taylor. i checked it out and it's got i think there's like it's like 12 episodes on Netflix. Um, I checked out a couple, and I mean, I was watching it. I was into it. It just got it got really confusing for me mm-hmm. um, pretty quickly. Um, the other thing on Netflix, I started watching, actually, I think last night, um, this new show called Kiss Me First. Oh, uh, I've seen it pop up in like the yeah, um, the Yeah, it's kind of neat. It's uh, this combination of kind of a cyber thriller with like uh, a teen murder mystery. Yeah. Um, and it's it's relies a lot on uh, VR, like the the whole there's, there's another, it's another type of show or movie or whatever where there's like the protagonists actively engaged in a lot of VR stuff. Yeah, um, and it's in, it's pretty interesting so far. Like I, I'm I'm in I'm kind of enjoying it. It's a British show from uh, Channel Four um, helped produce it, so obviously it aired over there first, and then Netflix picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's pretty engaging so far. Um, yeah, it, it's half um, half real. Uh, uh, live action and half uh like CG. VR, CG vr stuff so it's I, I like it um i think it's kind of interesting uh i'm only i think i'm like three episodes in um so i've passed my like three episode rule so we'll see and you'll uh, keep watching yeah well I'll, I'll keep watching and see what it was oh um per uh per request um from we got an email uh suggesting that we check out uh cloak and dagger oh yeah i keep seeing on freeform all kinds of advertisements for that now yeah too. i i checked out the very first episode and i thought it was really dumb <laughs> <laughs> thought it was real dumb yeah i thought it was, it, was, it was real dumb um interesting yeah i uh i just i don't know for for to me i mean it's it's center it's a, it's a marvel show it centers around two teenage characters um so maybe half of my not liking it is has to do with Taylor hates teenagers. I, it's 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 different. I mean it's it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> but the way I don't know the way this kind of goes together, it, a lot of it feels trite and forced, and I don't know. I'm just not digging it. I'll probably I might come back to it and give another two episodes to see if I like it or not. Um, but uh, the emailer asked us if we thought it would last uh, more than one season. He thinks it will not. <laughs> I'm in the boat with him right now, but I've only seen one episode. Gotcha. Um, no so, six
0: seasons in a movie.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> also, I had to step the back from,
0: from the microphone because I was sitting here like listening to you talk and you're just and, chewing. Out of the into corner it? of my eye, oh, okay. I could see the audio levels going up with my like rhythm of my chewing, and I was like, okay, back up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not we're not pulling that around here. Um, let's see. The other thing I also watched is Adult oh. Swim put out another. Uh, Bonkers and independent short, um, and I cannot remember the name of it to save my life. And hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully I can really find the title of it. But if you guys have any uh, seen any of the Adult Swim shorts, uh, too many cooks or unedited footage of a bear, um, there's there's another one out, and it. Deals a lot with um, streaming video game culture and GamerGate and a bunch of other stuff. Interesting. And it's 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 absolutely insane. Um, so I recommend you guys check that out. I assume just visit adultswim.com because I imagine that's where it is. Probably. Um, and if you haven't seen too many cooks or unedited footage of a bear, I also suggest you check those out because they're from Adult Swim. Don't believe I have actually. Oh my god! I don't I don't I don't think you would like them. Oh. They're super. They're, they're a little bonkers. A little bonkers. Uh, they might be a little too bonkers for you. Okay. Um, but they're a good piece of kind of this weird um subversive pop art it's really strange um but yeah that's that's kind of that's about it that's what i've been into cool yeah cool um so real quick let's give some updates on our giveaways from this past week so i want to shout out uh nathan r from frederick maryland for commenting and rating and reviewing uh this podcast on apple Podcasts. yes we appreciate it so he won three movies and they're dropping in the mail tomorrow so if he's listening or watching right now and you haven't gotten them they're on their way but if it's been a week let us know because then we have an issue that's a problem yeah. yes um, also the winner of our $30 Netflix uh, gift card giveaway uh, drum roll Except, nah. but not too loud because it's the microphone uh, Danny Q of Graham North Carolina thank you so much for sending in an email and um Winning that free Netflix money. What
0: are you gonna watch with that You'll, Netflix money?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, get back to us either commenting uh, if you're on the live stream right now, or send us an email or whatever. Um, he that'd was, be, he yeah, was that'd was be interesting. Yeah. yeah, that'd be interesting to see what he actually spends that thirty. I mean, that's three months. You don't have to tell us what you're watching in,
0: unless months. unless you're unless getting the, the expensive 4K? one. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't have the expensive one. I do because I'm cheap. I'm not cheap, it's just I don't have a 4K TV, so I'm not going to invest in the 4K TV. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. I share it with my parents, too. Thank you.
0: So, cool. They they get... It was part of a Christmas gift that I just paid for their subscription, so they just bum off me. You're a good son. I know. I do what
1: I can. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're here for season two review of Glow, now available for streaming on Netflix. So, let's go ahead and check out Trailer Noises. Trailer Noises. One... Two, three. No! Oh fuck. It's out of film. Ladies, exciting stuff. Feels a little different around here. And we got a few men in the gym finally. Woo! Hubba huba. All right, don't distract them. They have work to do. I'm excited. Aren't you excited? My costume still smells like beer and racism. Was I supposed to wash these? Did you have a good break? Yeah. Usually you do a lot better job
0: of keeping your weird friendship stuff out of the ring. Just hope she can keep up. You're
1: on that show, right? Glow. Uh, Welfare Queen.
0: What'd you call my mom? It's a wrestling show. I'm not the only offensive character. Everyone's offensive.
1: We have fans. I mean, the girls get letters. There's weirdos waiting outside for me. You're my favorite. I can see that. We're gonna be canceled. I can't believe this. I think this might have something to do with me. That is how this business works. It shouldn't be that way. They gave a men's wrestling show our slot. So you just let them do whatever they want? uh uh-uh. no. Fuck no! Felt, fuck, fuck no! Uh, I, 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 what are we going to do about it? By the way, real quick before we get into this review, um, shout out to everybody who engaged and listened to our Luke Cage episode uh, with special guest pat jr it was two and a half hours long so thank you so much for checking good that ones. out but two and a half hours of gold honestly there was a lot of good stuff yeah, in that episode I agree. Um, it was good the only thing i didn't like about it was the mark's mic performance but that's
0: neither part, here part nor for the there. course
1: he hates all my things <laughs> i don't uh, hate all your things thank yes. you for bringing donuts you're welcome uh okay so <laughs> season two Glow review. Here we go. Synopsis for episode one of that season. You should read the whole review like that. (laughs) Nerves nerves run high as the ladies... No, I'm not going to do that. That's annoying. Nerves run high as the ladies return to work and meet a new cast member. To boost morale, Ruth takes the gang on a raucous outing to the mall.
0: Let's go to the mall. (laughs) That's what all I was thinking. (laughs) Um, So yeah,
1: that's the very first um, episode synopsis. But let's go ahead and get some overall thoughts going. Mark? Your overall thoughts? Uh, I liked the season a lot.
0: Um, I think it was—wait for it—better than the first season. It was very close. Hot take. It was very close. Um, I think that the characters were fleshed out a bit more in this, uh, though it did focus more heavily on a couple of them. Um, I mean, it kind of did all along anyway, obviously, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there was a lot of interesting topics that they covered in this. Um, and a lot of things that are very, like, contemporary, but then also, like, twisted because of yeah. like, what's going on now versus how it would have been then. Right. Um, and so I think there was a lot of interesting tidbits there to talk about. Um, but, yeah, no, overall, like, I enjoyed watching it. Like, it wasn't a struggle to, to burn through this. Mm. Um, I liked that there... <laughs> the wrestling itself just got super ridiculous well, um, we
1: focused a lot more on it too like we yeah. got to see more of it which yeah. i i enjoyed
0: well because it's also like they're more experienced now they've right. had their practice right. and um, yeah um we'll get more into it but yeah the, the end of the season got absolutely absurd <laughs> um so that that whole last episode i was just watching i was like
1: Literally, like, what the fuck am I watching? I was like, I'm watching WrestleMania. I'm watching, like, pay-per-view right now. Yeah, like, I
0: felt like it was, like, 2 a.m., and I was watching some, like, low-budget wrestling show. Like, they they sold that, absolutely, like, 100%. And I think that's when they went into that episode is when it, like, clicked. And I was like, okay, like, I I think this season might be better. Okay. Uh, But, yeah. How about you, Taylor? About I I enjoyed
1: a lot. This is one of my, this show is one of the most fun shows to watch for me. Um, my dog is my dog is bothering me, not bothering me. He just wants pets. He does. Um, he just wants some love. Hey, bud, good boy. Did Rudy
0: um, like glow?
1: Uh, Rudy was around for a little bit of glow. Yeah, I mean he was around. He didn't leave the room, so I guess that's good. Good sign. Uh, <laughs> no, I really did enjoy it. Like I said, this is one of the most fun shows to watch. Um, I think on air right now. Um, it's just the the characters are super engaging it's over the top it's ridiculous um, and even your kind of your smaller characters that don't maybe get as much screen time still are very impactful and you kind of care for them yeah uh, um, like I can't think of a character on the show I don't like like last season I was like I don't know if I like Bash or not and this season I was like okay I like Bash because yeah. um, <laughs> like you just have to kind of um, You have to know that all these characters are good people even though they just do really stupid shit or that they just happen to think certain ways doesn't mean that they don't care about other people so i thought that was that was nice to see um i don't know if i would if it would say if it was better or not in the first season just because i feel like it was the mission of the season itself was so different yeah because the first season is obviously about just the show getting off the ground in the first then, place yeah. yeah and then it ends with you know not not spoilers but i mean they, they do because there's a second season uh, <laughs> um the second season is all about them like through uh, a number of episodes like follows them through like 10 weeks or something like yeah. that 20 weeks something um and it's just kind of it's it's such a fun show um i am a big i mean we are a big allison Brie fan uh our big allison Brie fan so it's Fun to see her always. Um, I've become a Mark Marin fan for sure. <laughs> um, I really, uh, I, I like his performance in the show, and I listen to his podcast a lot.
0: Um, you had mentioned that I guess when we talked about the first season too. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the show. Or,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when but, we talked about yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. I feel like uh, it dealt with a little bit more of maybe more deeper issues. I would say I think this so. season, which was not out of character, and for me, the thing I was worried about is this thing that it, you can call it like the genji cohen syndrome of she's the one of the executive producers um she's created weeds and orange is the new black and a couple other shows where it's like it starts out like a really good show and then for me they kind of just go down the slope so i've heard I was, that actually about weeds
0: and orange is the new black where like The first couple seasons are fantastic and then it just kind of cliff dives so
1: i was a little worried going in but for me it was just it i mean it was it was as good as the first one just from a different perspective so i good for different reasons yeah yeah yeah, exactly so i yeah i enjoyed it so i really want the show to succeed um just because it's so much fun to watch Mm -hmm. um and there's not really like He's not really anybody to root against so that's yeah that's, not particularly that's kind of nice the to have
0: work maybe yeah
1: but it's like uh the man you the know man. it's like it's you know there there are these uh there's a few characters these, like that you're amorphous, like uh, like, like, antagonists you know g- groups I mean there's you know the w- one episode that yeah gets we'll get into kind of kind of graphic where we're like yes this guy needs to go yeah you need to die um yeah but other than that no really enjoyed it um the the music is always fun to me i just like what i love about this show i mean i like a lot of things about the show but one of the things i really enjoy is that it is it's not like a true homage to 80s it's not a spoof of the 80s but it just looks like a show that exists in the 80s i think it's awesome um i wonder where they got all that 80s candy (laughs) Right? Like how they came up. Maybe maybe the art department just like remade. Packaging. Yeah, all this other stuff. But, and I think that's, especially when we're living in a world now where nostalgia is king. And this has very little nostalgia. Like it's not, hey, look, this show is made in the 80s. Oh, look at this one reference we have. It's not not even about that. It's just the fact that the subject matter... Took place in the 80s. Yeah. So obviously the show has to be in the 80s. But that's it. Like, there's no. There's not like they're not beating you over the head with, oh, look, we're very specifically calling out
0: that this yeah. was in the 80s. Don't there's, you remember this? Don't you love this? There's no
1: pandering, which uh, is great.
0: So, because yeah, wasn't that, was that everything sucks that you it, hated about yes, that? Because yes. everything in that it did was a
1: hundred percent 90s nostalgia. Yeah. No. Nope. So. Hard pass. I can't believe I watched the whole damn thing. Uh, <laughs> I know. I didn't watch it. It's fine. You you
0: turned you, me off from yeah, it. Yeah, you're fine, dude, dude. I do love nostalgia,
1: though. I know it's not it's not worth it. It's not no, it's not worth it. It's just like why am I? Maybe you, maybe you approach it from the same viewpoint as the ranch, where you just have it on.
0: I mean, I watch the ranch, but oh, yeah, okay.
1: I go
0: into the ranch knowing that it's not good. <laughs> um, like yeah You ha- talked
1: about it on like three straight podcasts. You're I like, know. Yeah, I'm watching this. I finished it. <laughs> you said it's not good. I
0: finished it. Like <laughs> it's entertaining, but like it's no it's not a masterpiece it's not something that's necessarily worth watching it's fun to watch Mm -hmm. um but i mean it's like your typical like kind of raunchy garbage like drama Mm -hmm. happening there's some feels but it's not a good show i mean uh i wouldn't tell people like oh man the ranch masterpiece check it out no i wouldn't no that's not gonna be anything ever that i say that's
1: that's honest and that's all we can really uh that's what I'm here for. That's all I can really ask of you. Um, uh, you got anything else you want to go over before we get into spoilery stuff?
0: Um, no, I think we've we've hit the high notes. Okay.
1: Uh, I, I, I I anticipate this episode is going to be massively shorter than the last one.
0: Yes. because um, pop- partially, partially because we seem to agree.
1: Yeah, we seem to agree. It's obviously a shorter show because oh, it's, it's 10, episodes. 10 episodes and they're half hour long as opposed to thirteen, 13 hours hour of episodes. Yeah, uh, and obviously it's just the two of us. I think the record for our shortest episode is like fifty six minutes. Um,
0: was that another one we agreed on? Was that Isle of Dogs? Yeah, I think it was
1: Isle of Dogs. But uh, I feel like
0: yeah, we we burned through that one pretty quickly. We're yeah. just like yeah, but it does I agree. agree. Yeah, cool. So Next
1: story. Hopefully you can knock this podcast out real quick. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, we're going to take a donut break and we'll get into Ooh. the spoilers for uh, season two of Glow, now available for streaming on Netflix. <laughs> Sorry, can't say. What's that word you use? Spoilers. I like that word. So, like I said, one of the things I really like about the show is how into the 80s it is. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like it's just taking place within the 80s. And there are a couple instances in this season where that was made prevalent. First of all, we have the making of the intro at the mall, which I thought was a great way to kick off the season. Yeah. Um, like, we're back in action with the only changes right off the bat are that um, Cherry is no longer. Junk Chain. Uh, she's not even in. Yeah, Junk yeah. Chain's not even in the show. She's, like, off. And we have a, a new cast member coming in, um, which I will look her up. Uh, real quick, so I can do her justice. Um, but first of all, I, I immediately thought I was like, "Oh, is this like, are we just, are just we, are, recasting? Are, yeah, are, are and glossing we reca- over it? Yeah." <laughs> but they mention it, so I'm like, "Oh, okay, is this like a more uh, a more classy way to try and well?" Uh, the get funny thing is, that. like, they Yolanda, also Yolanda. That was that was her character name. Yolanda. They
0: they mention it from that point of view. Like, she's just going to be junk chain now, and like, yeah. That's That's how it yeah, is. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so it was kind of like that same thing. Like we were like, "Are they just going to gloss over it?" And They're mm-hmm. like, "No, they address it, but they address it in the way that we thought they were going to
1: gloss over it." Mm-hmm. I think one of the, so that kind of goes off of what I want to get into next is with you know so many so many characters on a show like this, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's only a half hour. It's a comedy, so it's got to be lighthearted. Yeah, I understand that you can't spend so you can only spend but so much time on each character, kind of focus on them. The only, my only issue, I think one of my only issues with the show, but I understand why they did it, was that we don't address the fact that Cherry is even optioned to come back until, like, the third episode, and yeah. we don't get back to, um, uh, wait for it, we don't get back to, um, Justine until halfway through the season. Yeah,
0: she shows up again.
1: Yeah, like, oh, okay, and then... It's like, oh, she is still here. I think there was another instance, too, that I had kind of in my head but I Reggie
0: Reggie was gone the yeah back.
1: they kick yeah they, they they kick out Reggie in the very first episode and then she comes back in the, the final episode yeah it, was the, it might or have been next to the last, yeah, next to last episode which I'm like I don't know if as an actor if I would be upset by that like I only get this much and the fact that yeah the actress that plays Reggie too is like yeah you can you're, you're in for three episodes the first and the last two yeah it's like <laughs> so go, uh what and maybe from, I'm assuming from a shooting schedule standpoint, they actually shot those three episodes at the same time, probably, or back to back or to back or whatever. Um, but I just thought like it bothered me at first because I was like, "Man, I miss." It's because I liked all these characters and I wanted to spend more time with them. But uh, like I said, I understand the fact that we've only got so much time to get to know them. So yeah. let's approach this from very plausible. Plot lines of thing, you know, and it's based on a tr- true events in a way, so you have to kind of follow that yeah. um, blueprint a little bit. Um, I mean, were there like? Did you, I mean, we both like the show. Obviously, we're agreeing on this for sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, were there anything any issues that you had with it at all? Um,
0: not that I can think of off top of my head. Like I mentioned, um. I liked this season that they did kind of divvy up the time more between some of the side characters. Where, but they it still was largely focused on uh, Allison Bree's character, yeah. uh, Betty Gilpin, and Mark Marin. Like those yeah. three are still like the big ones that they're paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I feel like they they evened it out a little bit this season. Like they were still definitely front and center. Uh, especially, I feel like. Betty Gopin probably had, like, the largest... Yeah. Like, screen share in this, yeah. uh... This season. Mm-hmm. Also, tapping on the table, and I'm like, it's right there. Stop. Ah, I know. I just have it. I'm just like, <laughs> nah, nah, you know? Uh, talk with my hands. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I was just like, oh, I can't believe they did this, <laughs> or like, this sucked, I didn't. I wish they would have done this differently.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, no, not that I can...
1: I think of. I, th- I think, um... Sorry, were you going to say? Okay. You took a deep breath like you were going to say something. Are you (laughs) catching your breath? Are you you out of breath? No, I'm preparing
0: to listen to you. (laughs)
1: Okay. Requires a massive inhale of energy in order to listen to me. It's exhausting. Damn. So the whole, I think some of my favorite, like what you mentioned earlier with, um, uh, Oh names. my God! What is wrong with me? Betty Gilpin. No, yeah, but I Debbie. know, but uh, yeah, Debbie. That Debbie I was like, Egan. De- yeah, Debbie. Um, Debbie, Sam, and Ruth had there were a lot of focus on their characters this season. Really enjoyed that. Um, and you could understand where all of them were coming from, which I thought was great. And I never thought, I mean, not never, because never is a harsh word when it comes to time. But I mean, I did not expect such a convincing like caring father from um, Mark Maron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually did a pretty damn good job because it was his own like way obviously.
0: Yeah. it was, That progression of him like figure, finding his parental voice mm-hmm. uh, that whole thing was very interesting because at first he was just like whatever and I think uh, I forget one of the characters mentions they're like oh you mean like having that 16 year old stay with you that just you let her run around town and he's like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he goes home and like is confronted and then they like start having talks about like you know stuff that parents and kids talk about like yeah. what's going on like, slapping the table. I just again I talk with to my you hands. do this just
1: do it in the air Don't do it with my hands
0: <laughs> um, so I'm gonna talk like this for people on the podcast cool um, Thank you. so like their conversations and then his growth throughout the season was great to see yeah and then it all kind of comes to a head when the uh mistress shows up uh the woman he had slept with justine's mom Rosalie. yeah who he forgot about yeah <laughs> he was like oh, good to see you yeah <laughs> um but like they kind of had it out because justine had been staying with him he didn't contact her mm-hmm. um but it comes to a point where they're at the dance and He kind of like he yells at Justine and Mm. she listens to him. Yeah. And he makes the point. He's like, she hasn't been listening to me for like 17 years. Like, she doesn't have me filtered out yet. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's kind of when it comes to the head that he's kind of figured it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's clear at that point that he cares Mm because he's been like, hey, I don't want you to leave either. Like, the room's yours. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that whole progression. Because at the very beginning of the season, it's like, he doesn't care. But he yeah. does, like enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and, yeah, I thought that whole uh thing was interesting. And that kind of Sam throughout the season opens up more. Mm-hmm. Uh because he opens up to Ruth um when she's in the hospital. Yeah. Uh and just yeah, it it progresses and he even has that uh brief like dialogue where he's like you know he's like you open your heart to people to make room for him he's like and then when they leave like that space is still there yeah and, like he has vulnerable moments in this yeah which i feel like he didn't necessarily have in the first season
1: yeah there's a lot more depth to him I and mean, i think the pacing overall for all the characters is just very well thought out for this whole season because mm-hmm. he starts off like like obviously the very first scene of um ruth giving him uh the bottle of vodka as a welcome back present was nice. Um, it's 9 a.m. But, <laughs> but then once, but uh, then once she takes the reins on on shooting that intro, mm. he b- becomes the asshole. But like even even a bigger asshole than he was in season one, um, and so which I quoted that this
0: morning when Jeff was like, yeah, I can't, or the other day when Jeff was like, I can't make it. I was and I was like, that's fine. You've been replaced. Yeah. Nicole's gonna do your job. <laughs> I was like. You just got Reggie. You got Reggie. I was like, "You're all, replaceable. you're all replaceable."
1: Um, Taylor, I got a hot, hot. <laughs> so I thought that was, uh, I thought that was good, just the way they paced all that out um, with Sam, and the fact that okay, how long is he going to stay mad at Ruth, and then with Ruth too, because Ruth, all Ruth wants to do is for a decent time. He stayed angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying they paced it out well. It wasn't like yeah. it wasn't a switch. Like no. it took something for it to happen, and. With Ruth's character, too, like all she has always wanted to do is just be good and successful at something and also do whatever it takes to get something done, Mm -hmm. Um, which is awesome, but also leaves her very vulnerable, as when we deal with what we can call the Harvey Weinstein episode. (laughs) Um, Well, there was a lot of things with her, too, not
0: just that particular instance. Yeah. Uh, Because with her and Debbie and her and camera guy... Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: who I think she could do better, but is the '80s though? Like, it, yeah, that's fair. If he had a haircut uh, and shaved a mustache, he'd probably be a decent-looking dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no offense to to the actor. If D- some...
1: Dave Franco is better looking. Is that what you're saying?
0: Maybe. <laughs> I don't you know. You don't sound sure at all. I don't. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Dave Franco either. Just throwing that out there. Man, I'm gonna tell Allison. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You don't like her husband. She's never gonna talk to me. Oh wait, she doesn't anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, but yes, the uh, Harvey Weinstein episode. Yeah, it was it was intense. Yeah, it uh, was intense,
1: and but I felt like the filming of it was handled well, and like the the amount to which the executive I can't remember his name um, goes. Oh yeah, the. Whatever Thomas something or whatever, something yeah something I can't remember what it was Tom, yeah I think it was Thomas something um but just so there's many ways that you could have tackled this like it could have been like an SVU thing where it's like straight up rape or it could have been a bunch other kind of instances but this seemed to me like like a first step into that predatory type of behavior obviously yeah. the first step is like luring her back to the, to hotel, the hotel and room. getting Glenn to leave and we'll Glenn, see, that was Glenn like the, the whole time's like. Glenn yeah. feels entirely uncomfortable about the situation and doesn't, it does. say, and doesn't say anything, which I think is another, like, a that's a thing it. that happens. Yes. Yeah, people just aren't saying anything.
0: Well, because when they said, oh, you know, he takes his uh, meals in his hotel room, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, fuck, I know where this is going. <laughs> but then, like, she gets there, and Glenn's there, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and I think she felt the same way. She did, she, she had, was had like, relief oh, Glenn. on her face. Yeah. She's like, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, she had relief on her and, face. And, uh, So that's all going, and, like, they're hanging out together, whatever, having drinks. And then you see, like, the Thomas guy, like, kind of nod at Glenn. And I was like, God damn
1: it, we're back here again. Well, I thought, I mean, I picked up on it from the fact that he called her and wanted her to meet for dinner. I was like, "Mm mm-mm, where's this going? Yeah. Um, But it becomes more prevalent there, and then you go into the headlock scene. and the Yeah, when he started asking about wrestling, and then I was like, man, it's just so uncomfortable. And you felt like it was shot in a way, too, that the focus was on her all the time, which I thought was really important. Because you see... What she's going through in the moment, because it's about her. It's not about that asshole, yeah. you know. And the uncom, the how uncomfortable she was was portrayed well, and the fact that she was like, "No, I'm out of here." Yeah. Um, well, and that was the other thing too. I'm like,
0: the fact that she left. Like, I'm glad that it happened that way. Like, I'm glad like she she walked away at that point, and then because that also fed into the scene with her and Debbie mm. where Debbie's like you should have just done whatever dude my heart broke for that scene uh,
1: that was so hard
0: and yeah it was that was intense too because that's where I was talking about earlier where like things are going on now and kind of how things were then and not saying that that was good that they were that way then obviously but the fact that it happened that way historically And people thought, especially women coming up, that that's what you had to do to be successful. Like, you just, whatever happens, happens. And then even Debbie tried to backpedal a little bit. She was like, no, 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 I don't mean, like, you're an actress. Like, you lead them on and make them think it could happen, but then don't, but then if it needs to, do it. And I was just like, because she obviously had to deal with some shit to get where she was. I think it
1: feeds into into Debbie's story really well because her whole season is about finding out kind of, it's almost like, and we keep coming back to identity politics on this shit, but like, she's trying to figure out who she is supposed to be, because mm-hmm. the actress, the mom, the, the wife, yeah, well, who the... Yeah, and the fact that when she pulls a bit of a power move to get producer credit on the show, I'm like, okay, cool, and to juxtapose that with, like, Ruth, seeing that that happens, it's another, it's another defeat for Ruth, she's like, this is another thing I can't get right, and it's like, and the whole, actually, the whole season too, up until the very last episode, almost, Debbie's separate from the rest of the women. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, in uh, the living situation, and then in title and rank now. Um, the living
0: situation too is kind of drawn out where she sells everything, and it's literally just her in an empty house. Yeah.
1: But I mean, but yeah, but I mean that she doesn't live with the other yeah, women in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, she just gets that, rid of all of her shit because the she's
0: emptiness keeps like.
1: Growing around her. Yeah. Um, And it's her doing. Yes. Yeah. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was a a cool arc because... And one of my favorite... uh, I mean, we're we're getting to it almost just now. But then when she ends up having that conversation with Ruth after she... After Ruth uh, runs out of the hotel room, like... The... it's, It's so strange because... Debbie is still like she's still mad at Ruth she's still gonna be mad at Ruth and she's mad at Ruth like on a personal level and also Debbie refuses to acknowledge to herself that the show is important Mm -hmm. and so she was when she blames Ruth for the show not getting picked up or whatever like that's coming from the personal level because she's not even sure like it almost makes her care about the show she's angry that she cares about the show because she's Thought she's looked down on her own work for the show for so long and so that adds a whole other label to it which leads us to the scene where she fucking breaks her ankle yeah which was like that was that was intense
0: when she was on cocaine
1: when she started so. snorting that cocaine i was like oh
0: things yeah. are not Some, gonna go well. happened. and they like that whole scene where she has her in the leg lock and well actually just the whole like all the wrestling their whole match yeah was like more intense than it was intended. Yeah. And, like, doesn't go quite as planned.
1: I was expecting, like, Debbie to just, like, not be able to function. And then Ruth be like, look, let me win this one. Because it's not going well. And I expected Debbie to just, like, go along with it. It did not go that way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And she, you know, it was very intense. And I think,
0: literally, that was the breaking point. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! Um, See myself out. Um... (laughs) but that kind of literally was where things kind of tipped mm-hmm. and we get to uh, Ruth in the hospital and all the all the women are there with her like all the, the wrestlers all the girls they're t- together and they're even brought like closer together. Over by the this way, experience. by the way, this
1: show is one of the best uses of montage I've seen in a long time, and it's come straight out of the eighties the thing.
0: Montage. There's so
1: many good montages, like there's the, there's training montages which are like classic eighties sports movies, and yep. then you have the montage of everyone trying to cheer Ruth up. It's yeah. just perfect. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, like that kind of again was the tipping point. They're all there. The girls are being brought closer together over Ruth's injury. They're bonding with her. Um and Debbie's still separate from them. Yeah. And then she comes in and she and Ruth Woo! have the screaming match about like That was
1: my favorite scene this whole, everything, this whole season.
0: Yeah, everything gets aired. It's a season and a half of In the making, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and they finally just uh air all their grievances, like all their shit's out there. Um And then like the next day, Debbie's like, okay, well it's all out there, like I need to bring Ruth clothes. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know. Sorry, I, just, I can't stop. I'm um, gonna <laughs> sit like this. Uh, so yeah, I think that literally was no just tap. I move my hands a lot when I talk, Taylor. It's emphasis. Need get I get. You like a mat
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like you need
0: one of those squishy like wrist mats, like for typing, but yeah. just have it here so I can hit that when I talk. Um, but, so yeah, that, that turning point, again, was more character development, and that's where we see Debbie start changing a little bit and caring more, and coming part of the group a little bit, I guess, but then after that, after that point, it kind of, they don't focus on her really anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really too much about her after that point.
1: Well, I don't know, I think, um... no, it, it, I mean, it still kind of is, but... There's just that hurdle has been jumped, like we got you know. Liberty we,
0: Bell has to find Savannah Rose still. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, can we can we talk about the full episode of Glow?
0: Yeah, the actual that was, like episode. That's what I was talking about. It got yeah, yeah, yeah. bananas. That was during that okay, episode. Okay, okay I, was, I, was,
1: I was watching. it. I was like, oh, they're doing. Oh, uh, this is what they're doing. This I is thought it was just cold. gonna be like
0: one or two of the bits. like a cold open. I, but,
1: I when they I was like, oh, they're doing this, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cute. For me, it, like it started out cool, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, this is like half hour of this," and then five minutes went by, I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm in. Like, <laughs> I'm in. I'm enjoying this because you get to see what they've been working on. Like, yeah. you you started to care about these characters, you want them to succeed. Now you see what they're working on, and, and it's all its '80s glory cheesiness. It, it was also and even the like... actual matches too were, were fun to watch. And like, it brought me back. It brought me back. Like, I didn't, you know, I I was you know I was born in '87, so I didn't really experience the '80s, but like. I watched pro wrestling growing up, and yeah. that was like same. I was like, "Oh man, this is like you know watching Rey Mysterio go up against like one of the NWO guys." You know, <laughs> For me. I was a WCW fan, WWF. Okay, um, it's all sorry, w- it's all the same WWE. <laughs> it was all the same. Um, so and that was kind of fun, and especially
0: well, because we hadn't live the WWF video games. WCW had, oh, okay, had okay. way better video games. I got you. Uh, Joe,
1: a world tour and um, uh, revenge. revenge. Yep, yeah, world tour and revenge. And I then they act. actually
0: made WrestleMania 2000, which was on that same engine, but WWF characters. So that was probably the best one. But yes. Yeah. Sorry to digress. No, it's, that's it's still relevant. No, it that, that is but, relevant.
1: And I felt like too because I I hadn't seen a show like that either. Was was this combo sketch comedy show slash wrestling show, which apparently the original Glow was. Yeah. Which I thought. Was kind of a cool, and that that to me was like the homage. Like, let's go ahead and make an episode of, of what that show of, was, of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I that was a was lot of fun. The yeah. goat goat subplot, I loved it. <laughs> the goat. Like, I, she loved, eats them. I love, I love like the the the, fo- the the phony paw. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate to laugh that it was it was Grover Sheila, but it's this hoof. This just comes into the screen, <laughs> and then the second one, they're they're like. Very close and together, and the whole and, and, like, and the like, the canned laughter, and then the canned audience being like, "Ooh, ooh!" with the hooves. Yeah. I, was, I was dying. I was like, "This is so ridiculous."
0: Uh that that was very over the top, and it was. Uh, I think Sam makes the comment. He's like, he's like, "We're canceled. They're like, we're not getting renewed." Whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. "Let the freaks f- play," mm-hmm. and so everyone kind of goes off and does what they've wanted to do yeah. with each of their characters for so long. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, we see those kind of just run amok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt probably the worst for uh, Beirut, the the terrorist.
1: Oh man, when, I wanted. I was like, when she the, was super excited. She was like, I'm when going to be a phoenix." When the old, when the uh, when the, the elderly women, when the el- became old became the ladies toxic ladies. twins. The toxic twins. I was like, man, they stole that shit. <laughs> that was still entertaining though, and I was kind of cool. it was kind of neat to see. Um, I mean, they all get their own storylines, although. Let's talk about Bash for a second. So, like I said earlier, first season I was like, okay, d- do I like Bash? Like, am I am I supposed to? Yeah. Second season, okay, I like Bash. I get it. Like he's trying to do a good thing, but at the same time, like you know, he's got he's born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Like he's got all this money that he is al- is allowance to him. So it's kind of like you have kind of this uh, this. Resentment in a way It's slight jealousy But it's like Prep day Prep day <laughs> That took me a minute To understand What the joke was And oh. I thought it was I thought that was really fun Yeah That was, that was good That got me because uh, uh, the two pop collars
0: Yeah And he had the sweater Tied around his shoulders it was so okay.
1: ridiculous oh. But I, I, I liked I liked his Like whenever he's announcing Something is hysterical yeah. I, think, I think His ba- color commentary. I think Bash might be Nicole's favorite character Because I swear Every time he was on screen Nicole was just dying laughing is of how ridiculous yes, he, he, he's super ridiculous, yeah. Without but, a baby, a mom is just a person. <laughs> <laughs> she lost it. She lost it. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. his whole journey was very. His whole journey this season was very subtle. Like it was every every once in a while he would mention it's like floor. Here's him struggling. And well, he, it was the whole thing about floor. Florian. Florian. Yeah, it was the whole thing about Florian. He was yeah. trying to look for him, but it was like every other episode the mention would come up and be like, I don't know where he is and stuff like that. And then once we get into the latter half of the season and we get the phone call that yeah. he has passed away, it's like it hits him, and then that leads him into this kind of snowball effect. The whole like interrupting of the wedding at the end and getting um married to Britannica uh, to Britannica um yeah getting married to Britannica which I'm like man this dude is this is not good like this dude is lonely as hell and this is not yeah not the way to do it (laughs) well the other thing was like I guess
0: because when we talked like about season one and not caring for Bash's character then yeah I didn't remember who Florian was
1: Oh, okay, you didn't? And so
0: I didn't remember that tying in at all, mm. so when they kept talking about him, I was like... who, like, who the fuck's Florian? He, and I understood that it was important to Bash, and then, obviously, they played that out, and he, he dies, and right. they were like, oh, like, Florian, yeah, well, they were like, they grew up together, basically, yeah. and like, all that stuff, but because I didn't really care for Bash's character in the first season, mm-hmm. like, I didn't, like, remember that. That wasn't anything that stood out in my mind, mm-hmm. like, their relationship,
1: uh... I haven't seen. And I've, I haven't seen season one since season one was released. Right, right. I haven't. I haven't seen. I read a lot of articles about shows like this, and I haven't seen anybody talk about it in this way. But this is kind of a vibe I got. Is that Bash is kind of closeted? Yeah. Uh, well, the whole yeah, uh,
0: the scene at the gay club. Yeah,
1: but that's also like stereotypical male '80s though. Yeah. To him, like act kind of uncomfortable, and then as soon as a guy hits on him, he freaks out. Like that's, well, yeah. I feel like that's the vibe that that can bring out. But also the fact that he cares so much about Foreign and he's so devastated and then like the whole cleaning of the entire house. Like bleach everything. Yeah, throw just, it all away. Like, yeah. yeah. And just erasing his memory. I think a lot of how to, I think, I think. Did they say he died of pneumonia? I think, I think yeah. And I think Is that's that what the like. what said? Yeah. But I think that's a hint towards uh, some kind of AIDS. Okay. Um, scenario. Uh, Which I could I, I, could be wrong but I, I misreading that and like, I could be yeah. yeah I could be misreading that but that's what I kind of got from it was because pneumonia like you hear that and you're like uh, he just, okay. okay. Yeah. Whatever. But then I guess going back to the the club and Florian
0: frequents there, and like they were like, oh, we haven't seen Florian forever. Yeah. That's. And then the time period again. I could see that being the
1: case. Because yeah, the time period especially because that's so it's that's a topical thing to talk about. With that era,
0: the cleaners too when they came by and he was like, like we've done this before. Yeah. Bleach everything is like we know the deal. Like we know everything. We're getting flagged yeah. down on.
1: Well then you have the nurse. Oh. Was that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I also talked to me, it's like a funeral
0: won't take. Accept him because oh. of that. Oh, okay.
1: I did not realize that.
0: I remember hearing that, but I was like, "Why?" Would, and I assumed something was wrong with the body, that
1: like. That's what I was thinking, but that. But that that makes more sense. That makes more sense <laughs> though, because, you know, you don't want to... a show like this is as outlandish and outstanding as it is. Like it's very subtle in its character stuff. Yes. Which I I think is is smart because you kind of have to. Balance, gotta balance that out for sure. Um, this chair's very really creaky too. Yeah, I know. You just stop making so much noise I, over there. <laughs> I move, man. I fidget. I can't sit still.
0: So it like, it's also a wooden chair. Give me a cushion or something. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm needy. You, you got dead ass to sit on. I know. That's enough cushion. It is my cushion. But um, yeah. So but Bash was great this season. Uh, I loved. Uh, him and Debbie doing their whisper campaign at the. That event. was fun
1: because you don't see. That's a character pairing you don't see a lot, and I like when shows do that. Shows that have um it's a classic great C- ensemble. Winston mess around. <laughs> they have cl- like great ensembles yeah. and like let the characters play off of one another, which I thought was great. Um, for me, like I think my favorite character on the show is Ruth, just because I think I'm partially Allison Bree, obviously. No. Uh, <laughs> but she's like the underdog in all of this. Mm-hmm. And I identify with that. So that's I think why I attach to her character a lot. Underdog oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um and to sign it, kind of see her struggle with her identity too is like what is she supposed to be like? It, what what is her role, especially when she gets her when she gets her injury. You know, she's like, What do I do now? The show must go on. Yeah. So she sits in with Sam for like some directing stuff, which I think is great. Um, she gets the reward at the end with the zip line. And yeah. that was, that was that a was lot cool. of, that yeah. was so much fun. Um, that whole last episode was just, I felt like I was watching pay-per-view like as a little kid, Sunday, Sunday evenings and you know, once a, they do this once a, once a month or something like that. Um, that was just a lot of fun. Uh, I was, I, I, I started singing. That was Uh-oh. weird. Um, I had a couple meetings today and they involved Beer, uh, and I'm drinking scotch right now, so maybe this is having some kind of effect on me.
0: I had one beer, and then scotch.
1: Cool. Which is gone. Yours, <laughs> is, yours isn't gone yet. Um, the more subtle, like smaller, like almost D plots in a way. Um, <clears throat> Beirut and uh, Chola junk chain. Their their budding romance. That was yeah. that was cute. That was fun to watch for me. Yeah. Like because um, uh, Yolanda came in uh, and. Was just a firecracker from the start. Like she was so much fun. She had a lot of attitude. She was different, Um, and I love how they played a little bit with her sexuality. Like it made some people uncomfortable, but some people obviously didn't care. Like whatever. But it wasn't like an over the top thing, which I thought was no. They didn't dwell on it. They didn't make it
0: like oh, these people are so uncomfortable that it's going to be an issue. Yeah, yeah. They're just like stop flirting with me. I know
1: that was that was a lot of fun. And then to see her and um, her and Arthie kind of budding romance was. Was sweet. And then I thought it was so, such a weird but sweet moment when they're in the strip club and then Sam just sits down with them. Yeah. And I'm like, this is kind of strange. Like, what's going to happen here? But he's like, look, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you guys do you. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no. don't take that off until I leave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which was growing him growing as a person too because he's like, he's playing a guy who's washed out. But thinks that he's not. But yeah. thinks, but in the back of his mind, kind of knows. Mm-hmm. Like he's like a kind of a bit of a denial. Well, I think his
0: he, whole movie, uh, the film festival thing that the AV yeah. kids like put on or whatever yeah. he, they went to. Um, I think that was like him reliving the glorying days. But then he was also like, no, he's like, I don't want to say anything. He's like, fuck, just watch the movie. He's yeah, like, I think I
1: think there's some good shit in there, but <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. Great. I made this a long time ago. <laughs> I think there's some good shit in it that that was that was that was really kind of just honest for him too. And um and obviously that whole episode of the film festival is when uh him and Ruth kind of make olive branch yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um I thought it was a little awkward, the whole like attempted kiss during the, the, the high school dance, but it it made sense for me after the fact. Yeah. Um because well, he like there's so many emotions happening. Yeah. And he doesn't know where they should go. He doesn't know how to channel them. And then mm-hmm. he kind of gets, you know, I'm not saying, like, I could I could see down the line if that kind of, if a romance, if a true romance between Ruth and Sam emerges. But in that moment, for me, it was too much. Like, that's not what I wanted to see. And I yeah. felt like it would, I felt like it was. In a way, it was an obvious thing to do to plan the show out was for that to be a thing. Yeah. But I, it just didn't feel natural in that moment. I feel like it's kind
0: of, like, been built up to over the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even at the very beginning, like, Ruth goes to him in the car and, like, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, here's the, the vodka. And, like, yeah. they have that kind of weird relationship. And then when Ruth is talking to uh, Justine's mom... Rosalie. Rosalie, yeah. Um, and they're talking about like these men; they can be so passionate and then so cold. Like these ups and downs. She's like, I couldn't take it. She's like, I like Chad or Brad or whatever the guy's name is uh, that she's gonna end up marrying.
1: It's probably Brad. I think it was. I like, Brad I feel like Brad's a good name for that.
0: Uh, she was like, he's he's very like level. Yeah. Like, there's no surprises with him. Like, I know what to expect. Uh, and she looked at Ruth and she's like, do you like do you understand that? and Ruth was looking at Sam was like yeah I think I do get yeah. that. And so like they've had this weird thing but then she also wants something like steadier and yeah. like with Russell she has a person who shares interests and who would be a good fit for her mm-hmm. that she allowed to be sabotaged kind of early on yeah. by trying to patch things up with Debbie and then she, like, I think she realizes that, too, when the kiss is about to happen with Sam. Like, mm-hmm. this ultimately won't be a good relationship for me. This won't be a good fit. I think that's why she pulls away. And, again, to your point, yeah, Sam just has a lot of emotions going on at yeah. that point. And so it's just all these things culminating, but then two people ultimately going different ways.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, their relationship works so perfectly when they're really good friends and colleagues. Like, it just kind of clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see them up in the booth, kind of like it was, it was kind of a, a neat um, juxtaposition and a good contrast to cutting the very last episode, cutting from the mayhem that's happening inside of the ring to up the control booth, just like Ruth and Sam just looking in the monitor, like this shit's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that, it was good. It was good.
0: And that's kind of like they, they all, slightly, they lost control of the situation, yeah. but like. It's what they needed it's yeah like, it worked
1: yeah. well can we talk a little bit about the faces that Betty Gilpin makes as Liberty Bell and how she's able to do those and hold on to those like they're so ridiculous like they're yeah. over exaggerated smiles and then like, when she does like an, an, a sweet a smile, as apple pie yeah and, and then when like, she does like the crazy smile while it's trying to hide tears is just unreal I'm just like man that's can we give them a face awards? Is that like? <laughs> are, there act- <laughs> are there acting words. awards just for your face? Just muscles? for your face,
0: the things you did with your face, it was good. Yeah, just keep doing for that for you
1: right here. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she, her range was really good, and then, uh, I mean, even with uh, with Savannah Rose again, yeah, where they were like, oh we're, <laughs> man, I'm just gonna take your kid real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't was, worry about it. Um. <laughs> uh, and they, like, foreshadow all that. They're like, oh, there's this little girl out in the audience who's so cute. Like, yeah. she's dressed just like Liberty Bell or, like, yeah. uh, dressed for Liberty Bell or whatever. And so, like, they, they kind of telegraph those things. But, mm. um, yeah, they just throw that at her. And she's like, no. She's like, my daughter. <laughs> she,
1: <laughs> uh, she sells it so much. It was crazy.
0: Um, yeah. the like, I'm not a huge fan of the southern accent. And so, like, her, like, fake southern accent makes me laugh. I think it's supposed to make it. laugh. It's supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And, like, I don't know. It's just a a thing that I have. (laughs) But, so the whole time, every time she was, like, super patriotic and, like, again, like... I've been baking
1: pies all day. Pies of rage! Yeah.
0: (laughs) Best Uh, part. That part was... That was good. When she was beating (laughs) up... Machu Picchu's brothers. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the Lumber Jacksons? Yeah, Lumber Jacksons. Yeah, um, that was funny. I, um... If there was a weak episode, for me, I feel like it was, um... A's episode. Uh, with she, her son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, like... I wasn't sure... What their takeaways, as a character, were supposed to be from the episode. Because, obviously, like... He's a little she's a little bit of a shame with the character she's playing, but we've yeah. addressed all that in the first season balance like, yeah. and I was like, well, they're all racist, and they all just represent the ideas extremes, extre- and the extremes and ideas yeah. that li- are current in society um and then from her son's standpoint i uh, i wasn't I just felt it weird that he came around so quickly to being okay with it. I don't know that he did. I think that he knew, like he just acted like it. I think, yeah, his okay. he
0: knew his mom was obviously very self conscious about it, but this was something that she enjoyed doing, right? Uh, and so I think like he's not okay with it, but then he kind of plays it off like, "When did you get so strong?" And like, yeah, they try okay, to have this, they try to have this, like, like okay, like I'm not okay with what you're doing, mm-hmm. but we can still like we're still family. I still love you, like. Mm-hmm we can move past that. Um, like he doesn't necessarily have to agree with it, I guess. Yeah. Um But yeah, that that was interesting too to see and she was like a super proud mom and yeah. he got into Stanford and uh very over the top too where she was like one of like three Martin Luther King scholars like in this school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's proud uh, of her baby. Yeah. And uh they even did some subtle racism there too with uh, I don't even remember the the white girl's name she walks oh, she by, by and, and she calls him the wrong name <laughs> and then that guy who she called him looks walks no- by looks and then, nothing like yeah completely really different and he's like yeah I'm one of two black guys in that class <laughs> and then the other guy walks by and his mom's like that's the other guy? and he's like yeah I don't know mm-hmm. but yeah no I like they, I mean they covered a lot of stuff and I guess subtly too with the whole uh, Beirut thing too hmm. like the stereotypical, like, oh, like uh, like an Asian family would want their kids to grow up to be engineer, doctor, lawyer, whatever, mm-hmm. and the fact that she's a wrestler they're not thrilled about, but then the fact that she is obviously interested in women, too, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of things there where she's, like, very uncomfortable yeah. talking about it and coming out about it, but then she ultimately does. And so there's a lot of, like, the mold-breaking uh, for people where they eventually just come to terms with themselves, yeah, uh, which I, I, I mean, I appreciate that they tackled that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where the season's going. Uh, it ends, and we're going to Vegas, so we don't know if Glow has been picked up for a third season or not. Yeah, um, I don't know,
0: cause like the show is over, and yeah. it's just like the floor show, and I don't know if they'll move forward with a season three
1: discussing that in Vegas. I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, they're leaving it. You know, it's not like everybody's walking away. They're just moving. So yeah. I assume they would pick it up, but it's, I don't, you know, we're not Netflix. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um. Uh, it was, it was weird to see Horatio Sands in there in the end. And I was like, Oh, Horatio Sands is in this now. Oh, okay. He's, he's got an easy out for this, <laughs> for this, uh, um, this unfortunate contractual agreement that, the personalities belong to the station and that he is like, hey, I know a guy and we'll go to Vegas. am like, okay. Um, well, if they
0: are owned by the station, can they do the floor show without the station mm-hmm. then? So? It's not broadcast. Okay. No. But you're still monetizing it. It's not broadcast though. I think that's, that's the thing. I think, the, think I think that's the stipulation. That's, that's the
1: stipulation. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I do do you have some T V jargon for us? Like last week you had Diegetic. Uh, <laughs> do I
1: have a Do I have a, a film uh, term yeah, the lingo, of, the, of the week? Um, um, no, nothing really comes to mind. That's someone else I, I told to
0: check out the po- uh, Check out the podcast. She was like, "Your friend uses a lot of like very specific terminology," and I was like, "Well, that's what he does for a living." And I was like, "I'm just here because I'm like <laughs> I'm, just some I just, guy. I'm just uh, I'm just a consumer. Yeah. Like I just watch a lot of things and play a lot of things and <laughs> read. So like that's what I'm here for." Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but she was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense."
0: so what's your, what's your term uh, I no did.
1: I don't have <laughs> I, I should have known this was a thing and just film terminology uh, of, the, uh, of the week oh uh, okay this isn't like this has to do with everything that's ever made I'll throw out the term mise-en-scene mise-en-scene yeah. so that is basically that's like the whole ambiance and everything it's, like the scene it's everything and, yeah, yeah. It's, the, the, it's composition it's everything I took a has film to class the too there you go um, so mise-en-scene look, look that up uh, <laughs> if you want um, he's French it's, it is pretty, um, no anything else uh, you want to go over for Glow I think I pretty much covered everything it's a pretty short show it's like Again. five it's like five and a half hours maybe yeah hey Nicole what's up any, uh, any comments we should be aware of and from our dear watchers and viewers um, we have someone who said that he wants to watch the show but he's got four kids and he doesn't
0: think it's appropriate for them to watch oh <laughs> okay, yep. okay. <laughs> which I agreed with hey man you, do you <laughs> you, 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 got, you got a phone and some headphones like you can watch and like just have one ear plug in they're
1: strong women so maybe in a couple years I think you guys convinced them. though okay is that, is anything, that anything it? anything else? that's, it. Okay. that's it? Okay. thank okay. you yeah, thank you Nicole round of applause for our guest moderator uh,
0: Mark uh, what do you take back some of those applause for what she did to that donut <laughs>
1: Yo, let's just talk about this first. I second. know.
0: I showed it to the camera already. Yeah, it's like not even half eaten. And it's also like, yeah, eaten around the center where all the filling is. She missed the
1: filling. She's like, I just want the donut part.
0: I had a chocolate chocolate donut if you just wanted, like, donut. I wanted a regular donut with chocolate on it. No.
1: Okay. We'll take a next custom order next time. Yeah. Any recommendations from anyone? No. Okay. No. Well, Mark. It's been a quiet episode. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like Glow it's weird so i was listening to um it was it was mark's maron and mark Marin's interview with um rachel bloom oh creator and actress of uh, crazy ex-girlfriend yes. and he which is excellent yes he referred he was talking with her about her show and said he watched a couple episodes he enjoyed it and he referred he referred to her show as a as a guilty pleasure he felt it was like a guilty pleasure and she dove in because she understands where he's coming from but she was also like well tell me why you think it's a guilty pleasure and it basically revolved around like it's a type of show like it's a music it's a it's a musical that the title is called crazy ex-girlfriend very female-centric episode Mm -hmm. so a lot of like what could be seen as quote unquote like girly themes for lack of an like an uneducated view would maybe classify it as that um i Forgot where I was going with this train of thought. <laughs> what, what were we just talking about?
0: Mark Marin listening to. Yeah, I know. Her I know that. But
1: before, what what made me what made me think of that? Maybe
0: that it was like a very strong woman power. You, you, you said you said strong women. Yeah. Because
1: of the uh, guy wanted to watch, but he has kids. Yes. And,
0: uh, oh, my,
1: okay. The reference was it's been a quiet show because I don't think a lot of people are watching the show because it could be seen as kind of that guilty pleasure type of show. Like oh, it's a, it's yeah, about yeah. a group of women. And uh, just uh, as female wrestlers. So obviously they're dressing outrageous and gaudy. Um, There's
0: some questionable camera angles, too, on some of the shots. What do you mean questionable? Like, angle-wise, they're like... You just, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it's wrestling and whatever, but I don't know. Some of them were...
1: No, what do you mean by... I want to know what you mean by, by crotch questionable. crotch shots. Oh, okay. Like, there are a lot of crotch shots. It's not questionable. They did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, for the show, but like, I don't know, it seemed... See, I don't think it was a very... I don't think it's a very sexualized show. I think it's... It, the only sexual part to me is like in very real world stakes. Like, obviously you have to set up the whole issue between Ruth and Debbie is that she slept with her husband. So yeah. you're going to show that, obviously. And then once we deal with the um, with the Harvey Weinstein episode, I'm just gonna keep calling it that. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately. Fitting. And yeah, unfortunately calling it that. Um, that deals with it in a different way, but I don't feel like it's. I mean, they're. I mean, it's male wrestlers. They wear speedos, and it's junk. It's junk and butt. Like you know, junk that's, and butt. <laughs> I mean, it's not any different. Maybe I, just when
0: I growing up watching wrestling I don't remember there being a lot of like looking straight up at like shots
1: yeah but that was you're producing a wrestling show and this was a, sh- this is a, a show e- about this is a fictional a show. show about producing wrestling yeah now yeah I, I mean I, I understand what you're saying but that's it's that's like covering live sport it's different you're not covering live sport you're making yeah the half hour comedy um, with some very good dramatic elements um, but Mark, uh, what uh, what are you gonna be? What are you looking forward to about this upcoming week? Uh, I don't know.
0: I can't really think of anything right now. I do want to see Ant Man and the Wasp.
1: Uh, we will be reviewing that next episode. <laughs>
0: As Taylor put it, another goddamn Marvel movie. I know. I think I, I
1: texted Mark. I was like, "What are we doing this week? Are we doing Glow or another goddamn Marvel movie?" And he's like, "Well, that goddamn Marvel movie doesn't come, come out on, until next, next week, week. So I guess we're doing Glow." So we're doing Glow. Like, and he was like, it. "Oh, cool. Good
0: change of pace." <laughs> and then I was like, "If we had end up doing Cloak and Dagger, but it sounds like no, well, we're not, not happening. doing Cloak and Dagger.
1: Uh, so maybe we'll do a five-minute hot take. We'll start doing just, just hot garbage, right? I don't know. Wah, I, wah. I haven't seen it. The <laughs> previews I've
0: seen looked okay." But I've only there's been like so you don't even sound sure if it's okay. They've had like Instagram thing as I'm scrolling through where it's like I catch uh, five okay. seconds of it as I'm going by, so <laughs> and th- you're like, nope. <laughs> those five seconds seemed okay. <laughs> and you're like, no, uh, keep going. But yeah, so I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, I liked the first Ant Man well enough. Uh, it was fun. Paul Rudd's, I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so, but I don't know that anything else movie wise or show wise is coming out short term. Games I can't think of anything that's coming out for a little while. Actually, what's the... No, that'll be like another week away. Um, Octopath Traveler. What? <laughs> it's a game by Square Enix okay. uh, for the Switch. Where there's eight paths? Yeah. Have, there's <laughs> eight characters. Uh, and they each kind of have their own story, and they actually, in the context of the game, have an ability that only they can use Mm -hmm. to interact with the world. Hmm. Uh, So there's one guy who's a merchant who can convince people to let him, like, to buy things from them, Mm -hmm. even if they're not normally selling things. Uh, There's one guy... Sounds scandalous. Yeah, right? There's a a dancer who can uh, convince men to follow her, and, like, you can lure them around to different things. Um, There's, like, a, a knight who you can battle people with, Uh, he can convince them to fight so you can train and uh, do things like that and so it's like a cool system where they each have those things the way they interact with the world but the characters are all like sprite based like it looks like the old Super Nintendo Final Fantasy games Right. but then the world is also like that similar art style but it's 3D Uh, and it has depth to it it's just an odd kind of juxtaposition between those two of like the very flat pixelated characters and then like pixel-esque art type yeah. uh, for, like, the surrounding areas. Uh, but, yeah, that's coming out on the Switch I think on the 13th of this month. Okay. Uh, but that's, I guess, a week away. Still we week and a half.
1: Cool. Uh, but, yeah, Taylor, how about you? Uh, looking forward to an um, limited release this upcoming weekend but uh, in uh, nationwide. Next weekend, looking forward to. Um, Sorry to bother you with looking at Sandfel oh, and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Um, very looking, very much looking forward to that. Maybe we'll do a review on it. That be um, interesting. That will, that would be fun. I feel like to do. Um, other than that, yeah, not a whole lot going on. I feel like we're hitting a little bit of a lull, and probably here in a couple weeks, we'll probably take a, we'll probably take a week off. Um, but then you're gonna be busy. I just busy. do a little. I know I will be busy. I will have time for this though because I've I figured out how much time it takes to make this, and it's not that long, which is good. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. Question, real quick. Thomas asks, did you watch 3% yet? Uh, no, still that. haven't watched the second episode. Um, actually, you know what? I'll probably do it tonight. I'll probably watch that second episode and see if I'll give it the three-episode uh, try or not. It's probably not 3% of <laughs> it. Yeah, it's probably more than that. I mean, no, I, I, like, the fir- I like the first one. I just got to go back and, and check it out again. Uh, I started watching that um, Kiss Me First, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not quite sure why it's called that, but maybe that will happen made relevant
0: or not. But Thomas, I'll check that out.
1: Thank you so much for um, requesting that and following up with us. Um, But yeah, other than that, we'll take a little bit of a break in a couple weeks um, to focus on, maybe not revamping, but uh, we'll be moving apartments soon. So hopefully we'll have a new setup in the new office, which would be kind of cool. Maybe we'll have some, like, scrap stuff on the walls as opposed to this old man. Um, But yeah, other than that, I think we'll be good to go. And also we'll probably... Jeff's going to show me how to better utilize these Facebook live streams to oh, make it a little more interactive. So that should be fun.
0: Work with some overlays and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, getting and all fancy
1: up in here. Um, I know some of that stuff too from my Twitch streaming. There you go. You should start streaming again. Speaking of which, should. Mark, where can people find you? Uh, as always,
0: on Facebook, I'm at Spider's Corner Games. And on Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter, that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spider's Corner will find me or Spider12587, either one. With Spider a with a Y.
1: Always, always with a Y. Taylor, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adams. You can follow everything that has to do with Scrapped on Twitter and Instagram at we Are Scrapped, And we broadcast all of our podcasts live on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Scrapped Productions. to check out every episode of Popcorn and Nerds. Um, So, to wrap the show up thank you so much for our guest moderator Nicole Yang Um, as always uh, this show is sponsored in part by no one in particular but we are open to suggestions Um, our main theme is done by J-Mac of fourth quarter entertainment and all of our artwork is done again by the lovely and talented Nicole Yang Um, thank you guys so much for listening and watching and we will get back to you with I never know how to end these. this is so (laughs) bad because I want to say we'll see you next time but we don't actually see you that's fine I should just say until next time until next time don't go changing that's how the cookie crumbles (laughs) bye
0: guys bye